from Studio Day J&J, it's the Happy Wrestling Fan Podcast. And now, here's your host of the Happy Wrestling Fan Podcast, Jeff Minalia. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 20 of the Happy Wrestling Fan Podcast. I am your host that's been doing this for the past 20 episodes, Jeff Manalia. Welcome to the show. You know the drill. Like us on Facebook, www.facebook.com forward slash the Happy Wrestling Fan Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Happy Fan Pod and listen and subscribe to us on the following platforms Anchor, Breaker, Doodle Pod, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Folks, speaking of Facebook, you definitely want to follow, like us on Facebook and check out what will be part of today's main topic of discussion. Now, full disclosure, tried to get the interview. I tried to get a backup interview. Both, they didn't fail miserably. It's just both. Uh, respectfully declined because they were both um, busy at the time. And I don't want to mention names because, uh, you know, I don't want to get people's hopes up that, oh, I could have had him on the show. Oh, I could have had him on the show. Um, but I, you know, I was fine with it. And I told them that it's an open invitation. So, you know, whenever you can, let's try to do something. Um, you know, to which they both, uh, you know, I guess kind of agreed on. I don't know. Anyway, um, so today, instead, instead to make up for it, uh, I was going to do this at the beginning of November, but I said, what the hell? Let's do it live. Let's do it on the pod. Let's do it on the pod, baby. We are making the brackets for the upcoming Ultimate Survivor Series Team Sweet Sits Teen Single Elimination Tournament. 2021. Um, full disclosure, I didn't <laughs> wish I did not wait till the last minute to actually do this, <laughs> but I did, and it took way longer than it should have. I physically wrote down every single Survivor Series four-man team and every single 
Survivor Series five-man team. Separated them, cut them, uh, split them up, folded them, put them in each their own individual boxes. Although I will say uh, one of them is bigger than the other. So I think I might put, once I'm done with the one, I might put the smaller one into the bigger one. You'll see what I mean later. Because, I say you'll see what I mean, because not only will I be doing the audio doing that, but if you like us on Facebook, on the Facebook page, there will be a special video portion of that segment to prove that no cheating whatsoever was involved. I I did it fairly. I chose the names fairly. Everything was done fairly. And just, you know, to try to get some more lights on the on the Facebook page. Um in an attempt, you know, to do that. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll do more video portions in the future. See how this goes. Maybe. Yes, no, maybe so. We shall see. But uh, but before all that, let's do the usual uh, routine here. Um, starting with some recaps. Follow-ups and recaps. And the only thing, since we did that big recap episode last episode, not really much, a whole lot to recap, except I'm going to quickly go over the Crown Jewel pay-per-view, which, full disclosure, I did not watch, but I know what happened. And from the sounds of it, it was a pretty decent pay-per-view. Still don't agree with the whole you know, Saudi Arabia thing. But political political views aside, in terms of, you know, political stuff. But political views aside, it was a I it's you know, it was a pretty damn good pay-per-view. And they didn't fuck up something which we will get to later. But right now Well yeah, right now we'll do it. Let's sort of follow up some recaps. All right, we are pushing through, folks. Uh, follow-ups and recaps. Well, first of all, as it, as, as it pertains to the pod, this past Wednesday, on <laughs> Watch Along Wednesday, which, by the way, I almost forgot to record. Um, <laughs> um, I watched Primetime Wrestling from October 30th, 1989. It was... A Halloween special. You know, Bobby was dressed as the genius. Gorilla was dressed as Brother Hate, aka, you know, Brother Love parody. Um, and Piper was dressed as Bobby Heenan. Funny episode, the banter between Bobby and Gorilla, always a gem. And uh add Piper to the midst as comedy gold. Um, 
also had a lot of talk about that that year's Survivor Series, which kind of fit in with what we're doing with this week with pulling the teams. And maybe some of the teams mentioned in Wednesday's episode will be pulled for the tournament. So we shall see. Um, and then just uh, another update. Uh, First View Friday will be, hold on, November 5th. Friday, November 5th. The first Friday of November. And I will be watching ECW's November to Remember 1996. I figured um, we're going to be talking a lot about Survivor Series. So, you know, throughout the month of November. So let's try to uh, watch an ECW pay-per-view instead. Uh, there's always next November I could watch a Survivor Series. But, um, yeah, I missed out on a lot of ECW pay-per-views, like I said, uh, growing up. So, plus, it it basically, the main reason why I want to watch November to Remember 96 is because it's 25 years. It's the 25th anniversary of the Blue World Order, which is a parody of the New World Order, which features, uh, you know, my favorite, Stevie Richards. So I gotta, you know, that's why. Um, that's 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 the main reason why. Uh, but anyway, so that's coming up. All right. So like I said, the main recap I wanted to get into, since we did all that recapping in the last episode, uh, crown jewel results. Some quick crown jewel results. Um. So like I said, I haven't I've I haven't watched it, but I heard about it and I've seen some clips. And I liked what I saw. Um, so I I will eventually watch it. I'm uh, on vacation this week from work, so I have uh, I have plenty of time to watch it this week. Um, but anyway, here's some results. The Usos defeated the Hurt Business. Um, Shelton Benjamin and, and Cedric Alexander. Uh, in the pre-show, and then the opening bout was the Hell in a Cell, and my God, was it a Hell in a Cell? Best one they had in a while. Um, Edge defeated Seth Rollins in, a, in the Hell in a Cell match, ending their uh, trilogy. You would think, you would hope. <laughs> Wait, right? Oh no, they're both on Raw. Shit. So, you know, in WWE's terms, that should end the feud, but it 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 might not. It 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 won't. Um, well, who knows? Maybe give them the benefit of the doubt until Monday when anyway, uh Mansoor defeated Mustafa Ali. Um, that was a pretty good match, I heard. I'm I RK Bro. Retained the tag titles and defeated AJ and almost. And uh, the only thing I saw from this was Riddle came down on a fucking camel to the ring. But um, that was the only thing I saw from that match. Okay. 
Queen's Crown. Zelina Vega defeated Dewdrop. But I, I, I really got to say, if there's one thing that they fucked up on, it's this whole Queen's Crown tournament. Why? Because, uh, I mean, I, I mean, I don't get me wrong. I, I, I liked who won, and I liked who was in the uh, the finals. Um, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Piper Niven and uh, Zelina Vega, but the matches themselves is what I have issue with. Remember a long time ago when the women's matches would be like very twitch? Well, they seem to have gone back to that for these matches. And that's just, that's just bullshit. And, uh, it is. It is. They, the women should have got a lot more time just like, uh, you know, Becky and Sasha and uh, Belair did. They should have a lot more time um, to, to rest. You know what I mean? Uh, to be honest with you, this was this was the longest match. Of only like five minutes and 55 seconds, which is, says something about how the rest of the tournament went. All the rest of the matches were under five minutes, and that's 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 come on, really? Why? I that's that doesn't sit right with me. But uh, congrats to Selena Vader, Zelina Vader, uh, regardless. Um, then Goldberg. Defeated Lashley in a no-holds-barred Falls Town Anywhere match. So. That was. You know. That. That's the only way he could win. He can't win in a wrestling match. But when it's no-holds-barred, yeah, sure. Why not? And then. Guys. And gals. They didn't fuck it up. Xavier Woods defeated Finn Balor to become the new king of the ring. The boyhood dream has come true for Xavier Woods. Austin Creed. I am so damn happy that they did that for him. Um... I'm very happy for him. Congratulations to Xavier Woods, the new King of the Ring. The one thing that he wanted his entire life. And uh, I'm laughing because the the, the, the one comment that uh, RJ City made on Twitter, he's like, he, he, he spends decades wanting to be King and then he botches the tape. How do you fuck? How do you fuck up putting on the tape? <laughs> Which it was pretty funny, I thought. But um, no, Woods definitely deserves it. I'm I'm excited to see where this goes from here. And uh, once again, congratulations.
Big E retained the uh, what champ? The WWE Championship against Drew McIntyre. And Becky Lynch retained her women's championship and defeated Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. But I gotta say, there was an insane spot in this match that I saw where Belair's got Sasha up over in a in a press slam position, and then she puts down one hand and she's holding her up. With one fucking hand. The strength, strength, botch, the strength of Bel Air is incredible. That was insane. Um, so, yeah, that was awesome. And then in the main event, Roman Reigns retained uh, the Universal Championship against Brock Lesnar in a Northern Qualification match. So, excuse me, I'm very, these headphones are bothering me. I need to invest in new headphones. Um, so yeah, that's about, that's about it. Uh, up next is the news, but there really isn't that much news. Uh, other than the fact that the day this comes out, if you're listening to this, uh, we'll be at Dynamite tonight. My my wife and I and my brother and his girlfriend. So, you know, I doubt it. Just the section we're in. We're in like the 200s. But, uh, but look for us, just in case. Uh, I'm going to be in... My wife and I are matching CM Punk shirts. And my brother and his girlfriend are going to be matching Adam Cole shirts. So... You know, watch for that. And you might, uh, you know, for those that know me that listen to this. And, uh, you know, if you see me, that'll be cool. I will uh, talk about that when, uh, in the next episode, November 6th. Right? Yes. Yes, November 6th. Uh, for the next episode, which, by the way, also reminds me, um, one last follow-up, the new, I gotta, damn, this is wild. Uh, that, this is really wild. So 20, 20, episode 21 and 22 in November. And 23 and 24. It doesn't be in December. And then that'll be it for the year. Wait. Right? Yes, because we started at the end of... So then 25 and 26, which is the full year of of bi-weekly, will be in January. So that's crazy. Um... There's only four more episodes after after this episode of the main pod. Um, but the thing I'm getting at is the usual graphic 
that I do for the upcoming episodes graphic um, will be made uh, sometime this week and posted in the social media sites. So be sure be on the lookout for that uh, for when you can when all the upcoming dates are for the wash alarms, the first views, and the main pod. All right. So like I said, no news. Let's keep rolling here with with an over the top that eh is it was the only one given within the past couple weeks and I mean it's it's not my favorite title but it's still you'll see over the top coming up next Over the Top is the segment where you, the listener, send me, the host, a category and a number of said category, and I go over the top list of whatever category you give me. For example, you give me top five finishers, I'll list off my top five finishers. Alright, so this week's Over the Top comes from friend of the show, friend in real life, Eric Reznor. Um, he wants to know my top 10 favorite WWF European champions. WWF, WWE European champions. So, the European Championship You know, it, it had its great um, title defenses and stuff, and great champions, but it wasn't like a, my one of my favorite titles. So I was really, I was kind of hesitant to do this. Actually, to be honest, last ep- last week he said ten. This week he said fifteen. I'm sticking with ten because, like I said. I don't think I can name 15 of my favorites. I mean, I looked through the history prior to uh, answering this. Like, I looked through the title history and who was all the champions and stuff. And these 10 were the ones that I think I enjoyed the most uh, with the title. Um, so, and I kind of took into consideration the uh, the title reigns and stuff like that and the combined like title lanes and everything, and let's uh, get right to it. Number 10, Shane McMahon. I mean, come on. He was one of my favorites. This was, I, be- this is, I believe, his first title that he won uh, out of two. Actually, no, he's, oh my God, he's won, he's won three different titles in the WWE history. Um, the tag titles I forgot about. But, and the fucking <laughs> best in the world or whatever the hell you want to call it. Um, yeah, excuse me. So yeah, Shaman Man, 
great feud. Uh, so it was his first title uh, win in WWF. Great feud with uh, my number nine favorite uh, European champion, Ed Spock. Um I think this is a good uh, title for him to have. It was, uh, I don't think he was ever, no, like one, two, three, kid or Ed Spot was never in a title champion, were they? Was he? I, I, I honestly don't know. And I don't know why I don't know. I should know, but I can't remember. Um, so, yeah, as far as seeing those titles goes, besides being like the cruiserweight and light heavyweight champion, uh, this belt was good for him to have. Um, number eight, I put Matt Hardy because he's only held it one time, but out of his, out of the rest of the one time people who held it, um, he was the longest. So I, I just figured he deserved to be on it. Um, on the list, rather. Number seven, Kurt Angle. Again, only a one-time champ, but you remember he was uh, the first ever Eurocontinental champion. He won the Intercontinental and the European champion at the same time, and then lost it both at WrestleMania 2000. Um, but he was a very entertaining champion. Speaking of veteran Italian champions, number six, D'Lo Brown. Uh, he had the most European championship reigns with four. He's a four-time European champion. Uh, but, you know, just building himself from different parts of Europe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Throughout his reign, and it's just he was just a very entertaining champion. Uh, tying with him for most uh, European championships uh, reigns is number five, William Regal. Uh, he's on the list because well, he's William Regal, British, deserved the title, and uh, hell of a wrestler. So obviously now these last four are when I think of this title, I think of these guys. Because they were they bought they were like they were the ones who really they were the first four, pretty much, basically. So if you did my drift. Um number four, Owen Hart, you know. He lost to Bulldog in the first ever European title match in Germany. But, um, you know, he lost to his brother-in-law, but still, nevertheless, hell of a champion. His feud with number three, Triple H, for that title was a pretty good feud. So, yeah, number three is Triple H. And I bet you can guess who number two and one is. Uh, Number two, surprisingly, surprisingly, 
and if you know me, you'll know why. HBK, number two, because, like I said, you know, he only held it for a few days, but there was a time when he was both WWE champion and European champion. Um, just that one night only pay-per-view itself is pretty historic. But what's just as historic is the first ever European champion. The man who's held it only twice, but he's held it the longest uh, lengthwise combined. Um, so that being number one, my favorite European champion, the British Bulldog. Davy Boy Smith, and rightfully so. Rightfully so. You think of European Championship, you definitely think of Davy Boy Smith. So, there you have it, as my top 10 favorite European champions. All right, guys. We bought, we, 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 we rolled through. And there's a reason we rolled through. Because I don't know how long this is going to take. Um, but, let me get set up. Let me put on a shirt because, full disclosure, I'm shirtless right now. I You didn't need to know that, but what the hell. Uh, I got to get set up with the, the, the ring light and everything. So once uh, we will have the first ever video and audio cast simultaneously. Simultaneously. I don't know what I was doing with that. Um, simulcast? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Uh, let's head right in, dive right in to our main topic of discussion, the bracket drawings. And we're live via video, and audio. Folks, this is it. The moment you've all been waiting for. First of all, hello and welcome to the Happy Wrestling Fan Podcast, episode 20's main topic of discussion, which really isn't a discussion. It's just bracket drawing. Um, for the upcoming Ultimate Survivor Series team. Sweet 16 single elimination tournament 2021. If you are listening to this on audio and want to see this video, then go to www.facebook.com forward slash the Happy Wrestling Fan Podcast. All right, so, guys, this took way longer than it should have. Um, so here, here is the uh, five-man team. Five-man team uh, Tupperware. Here is, oh wait, 
shit. Here is the four-man team. Now, as you can clearly see if you're watching the video, uh, the four-man Tupperware is smaller than the five-man. I don't have <laughs> the same... I should have used the same one. I had a smaller one like this. I should have used this for the five. But I thought there was going to be more five than four. And I think it's the other way around. I think there's more four than five. Either way, to be fair, I'm going to pick from this one so they're more spread out and easier to grab. You get what I'm saying? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick through the five-man team bracket side first and then I'm going to do the four man bracket side following. I'm just going to dump all these out uh, and then make uh, whatchamacallit put it in the uh, the hell put the four man in here. That's what I mean. Alright. So here we go. The first ever Ultimate Survivor Series Team Sweet 16 Single Elimination Tournament 221 221 2021 Couple uh, Notes And rules rather First Number one This is men's Men's uh, Teams only Reason being Well there's more to pick from Number one And number two uh, I'll do a women's one next year, but I think, like I said, I'll have to do less uh, teams because I think there's not enough women's Survivor Series match, you know, for the brackets. So instead of 16, I might do like eight, Elite Eight, or something like that. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Um, so I, I didn't write any women's teams. Uh, number two, there are no tad team teams. Remember that back in the day when they had, well, they still do it now with the, with the Raw versus SmackDown, but they had the 10 versus 10. Uh, so they have five teams of two. No, 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 no. I, I didn't do any of that shit. Um, that's too many people. Uh, I just kept it at four-man teams and five-man teams. And uh, the, the, the winner of from the, from the four-man side will face the winner of the five-man side, and we will discuss who will be the ultimate Survivor Series. Who is the ultimate Survivor Series team? All right. That's the rules out of the way. Let's go. Five man team. I'm giving a big shake. Um, I don't know if you can tell, but they are folded. They are folded. I, I, they are practically the same. I only folded them once. I only folded all of these once, so it'll be fair. All right. And if you're watching the video right now, I will not look when I'm pitching them. So let's do it. Team number one. For the five man, I should write this down. <laughs> that would help. Um, I lost my pen. I have a pen. All right, hold on. Let me. Uh, 
Hold on. <laughs> okay. Whew. Stretch. All right. Um, by the way, for those of you who are watching, yes, I'm in a tank top. Yeah, it one, two reasons. One, it's late. I really, you know, I want to be comfortable. And two, you know, I, because I can. All right. Anyway, the first team, five-man team. Now we're picking eight from each side. Eight from each thing, just so you know. Is... Ooh, what a, hey, this is a great pick. Team NXT from 2019. What I did was I uh, I wrote the name of the team, if there was a name, and then I put the year in parentheses, and then, of course, the members. So, for Team NXT, we got Tommaso Ciampa, Damian Priest, Matt Riddle, Keith Lee, and Walter. Yes, for those watching, you probably can't read my cheating stretch. That's okay. This is definitely, look, it says T. And I don't have a front-facing camera, so I don't know if you can see it or not. I hope you can. Um, reason being, because number one, the front-facing camera just showed us in reverse, so it wouldn't, it wouldn't have, it defeats the purpose of showing the video. And two, it defeats the purpose of showing the video if it's fun facing. So, um, so there we go. Team NXT. That is great start. Great start. Who are they be facing? Who are they be facing? Oh, this is fun. I'm excited. I'm excited. Team NXT. Okay. Team number two. Team number two. They will be facing. Okay. From 2013, Cody Rhodes, Goldust, Rey Mysterio, and the Usos. They were they were a team. I think I think I know who's winning that one. But that's okay. You never know. So there you know. Rhodes Brothers, Usos, Mysterio. Uh well. Both of Mysterio and Usos is what I wrote down, but from 2013. All right. So, versus. That's our first match, folks. Rhodes, Usos, and Mysterio. All right. Team number. Well, the second, the third. The start of our second, the third team pit. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Mix them up. I'm not looking, as you can see in the video. Doing this fair. Come on, baby. I believe, ooh, ooh, this is a good one. Another good one. Team Cena. From 2014, uh, we got, this is when they fought the authority, but that doesn't matter here, but I'm just saying, this is, this was a good, this was a good team. 
Um, we got Cena, Zidler, Rowan, Big Show, and Ryback. So that's another good uh, good pick there. Team Cena. <laughs> 2014. Well, 14. Dash four, comma fourteen versus. Come on, baby. Come on, mama. I don't know why. Come, I have to. Hold on, I'm trying to. There we go. Yeah. Come on. Oh. 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 Okay. So, uh, if you watch. Watch if you listen to Watch Law on Wednesday. I did mention that if a person is on the same team, if the person is on the two teams facing off against each other, it's it'll be a matter of which team was the better team that that person was on, and in this case, it came true. We have Team Miz from 2009. But listen to this. So you got Cena, right, from 14. You got Cena, Zidler, Rowan, Bidshaw, and Ryback. In 2009, Team Miz considers of Miz, Zidler, McIntyre, Sheamus, and Swagger. So Zidler is on both teams. So it'll be a matter of which team was his better team. That, that, that'll be very cool. I mean, I, I, in my head, in my head, I already have a winner. It's just the panel who I'm going to have with me has got to agree. But I think I know who might be winning this one. So let's see. Team Miz 09 from Survivor Series 09. All right, that's our second matchup. Our third matchup. Come on, baby. Come on. I still, there's, uh, come on. I just put the twins. And I, well, <laughs> Guts and Glory from 1994. Uh, Lex Luger, Adam Bomb, Smoking Guns, and, and, and Mabel. So, okay. Okay. That's. Hey, they can't all be winners, but that's okay because that might be easy uh, voting too. But who knows? We'll see. Guts and Glory 94 versus. Come on, where the hell is the what I want? I mean, I. I should shoot them up. So, <laughs> guys, I <laughs> what the shit? What does that say? Hold on. That does say 2012. Okay, 2012. I can't read my own change, Josh. 2012. Team Ziggler. <laughs> We got another Ziggler. I swear to God, I, this is this is this is this is this is what it is. It's Ziggler, Alberto Del Rio, 
Damian Sandow, David Otunda, and oh, Wade Barrett. Shit. So we have a potential to have a Zidla team versus Zidla team in the finals, basically. We shall see. Team Zidler from 2012. All right. And our last matchup for the five-man team side. Come on. Give me something good like you've been so far. Okay. Team SmackDown 2016. AJ Styles, Bray Wyatt, Dean Ambrose, Randy Orton. Oh, and Shane McMahon. Do we have Shane already on our team? Thought we did. Thought we did. Wow. This is quite uh damn. All right. Hey, now get this. I'm gonna try to make this a yearly thing. So if the teams that don't get called this year, um I haven't decided what I'm gonna do yet per se. I'm thinking once you're out, you're out. So they can't be eligible for next year's tournament. And then the leftovers will. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I'll discuss it with the guys, see what they want. I don't know. We'll see. Um, when when I do another men's one of these. So we'll see. Uh, shit. What was – oh. Wait, what was that last team that I said? Oh, yeah. Team SmackDown 2016. Team SmackDown <laughs> 16. Okay. Versus the last team for the five-man side. We're really mixing it up. And I am not looking. We're really mixing it up. Oh. Oh. Again. We have two people or two teams with one of the same guys on it. Team Orton from 2009. Do I have another 09? Yeah, Team Miz. That was probably who Team Orton fought. Well, fuck. Would you probably see, would you probably see that? Would you probably see that uh, in the semis? We'll see. Um, uh, uh, yeah. So Team Orton from 2009. Legacy. It's Orton, Rhodes, and DiBiase Jr., who's in deep shit these days, but that's a different story. Uh, CM Punk, who I hope to see at Dynamite, even if it's on commentary, 
and William Riedel. So that's uh, that's Team Orton from 2009. They're going up against um, Team SmackDown from 2016. So there you have it, folks. There you have the eight teams on the five-man side bracket. Oh, nine. Um, now let's go to the four man teams. But like I said, to be fair, I'm going to one second empty out all these. I'll clean it up later. Take these. So this is just bigger and it, and it and it's more um, spaced out. Grab the lid. And shake him up. Okay. <laughs> we shook him. The shook. All right. And now, to pick the eight teams of four. Here we go. Team number one. Mixing them up with some more. Last minute mixing, last minute mixing. All right. Off to a great... Off to, a, off to a mediocre start. Uh, well, I mean, Rich, Rich Flair, Mounty, DiBiase, and the Warlord from Survivor Series 91, which I'm thinking right now, I don't think I actually... Well, okay, that was the one where Tato won, Tato beat Hogan. But I don't remember shit from it otherwise. Like the matches, other matches and stuff. So, I mean, that's that's what it is. And they, that's not even a team. I mean, that was, that's, it is what it is. That's the first team. Flair. Mounty. Um, what is it? War, uh. What did I say? DiBiase. And Warlord. Versus. All right. No looky, no, no whammies, no whammies, big bucks, no whammies. Von show. Well, <laughs> they can't all be winners. Uh, shit, man. Fate Razor, Fate Diesel, Farouk, and Vader from 96. The four-man teams, a lot of them, I think, you know, I mean, there were some good ones, but some not 
so good either. So Fate Razor. Van Diesel. Um Farouk. And Bid Van Vader. All right. Hopefully the other three matches are somewhat uh, more, you know, somewhat better teams. This is the ultimate. I, I'm, I, hey, hey, you never know. Some years a five-man team might win. Some years a four-man team might win. So far, it's a little later five, man. <laughs> but that's just me. That's just me. Okay. The four by fours. Duggan, Ronnie Garvin, Hercules, and Bret Hart. So, it's not based on how they did well some of it is some of it is based on how they did in the in the match but it's also who's on the team that's going to be a factor as well obviously so they gotta be uh they gotta be good names and stuff like that i mean yeah you know what i mean so yeah so wait it's a four by fours And I should be 91, 96. Okay, 89, 4x4s. Four Versus. I'm just going to take the first one. That I, come on, come on, come on, come on. This is really this this is a old this is an old school side here. Andre Butch Reed Tinton Bundy uh wait a minute wait a minute Did I fuck up? It's a five-man team. What the fuck? How did I fuck? No. Guys, I swear to you. What? Can't use that. I'm sorry. I, hey, no. I didn't, unless that was, was left in there on accident from the five-man team. That okay. I I don't know what happened. I really don't. I thought I had this top notch down pat. Everything was fine. My apologies. <laughs> um, the opponents: Dane Grell, Mark Henry, Steve Blackman, and Val Venus from Survivor Series '99. Yeah, so like I said, all depends on the team. 
I can't believe that was in there. I, I could have sworn. I hope no other five-man teams are in here. I swear to God. I divided it up myself um, from the five-man and the four-man. I'm trying to think there was shit. You know what? There was some that I did half four-man, and then the rest were five-man. Fuck. We'll see. I I don't know. All right, so what is it? Daniel, Mark Henry. Apologies, folks. I wanted to be, you know, I, but it, it can't be a mere few teams. I was say, but I swear to God, all these are, should be four-man teams. Um. They'll be in next year. <laughs> That'll be definitely. Or when I do the when I do the next men one, they'll definitely only be back in. Does that that didn't count? Um. And Henry and Blackman and Venus. Lot of the jaw, guys. Lot of the jaw. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Come on. All right. The third match is Team USA from Survivor Series 97. Goldust, Mark Merrow, Steve Blackman, and Vader. We could have a Blackman versus Blackman semifinal, maybe. Let's see here. So far, we haven't had any um, doubles this time. I just jinxed it. <laughs> so, where was it? Team USA from 97. Versus All right. Come on, four man team. Shit. <laughs> it's a four man team, but it's that four man team. Clowns are us. <laughs> Dwight Dink Wink and Paint. Yes. Hey, I it I know. I know it's half midgets and one it's three midgets and one uh uh person, but it, it still counts. That that counts. Oh my god, I almost oh that would have been fatal. Alright. Uh, for the oh shit. I gotta pay attention to myself. We gotta take a quick um let me write down clowns of us. From, uh, when is it? When are you from? When are you from? Where are you? Where'd you go? Oh, yeah. Fuck, I didn't write it down in a year. I think that's 94. I think that's, yeah, it's 94. 
for the audio, I will uh, be right back. I gotta switch segments here. Okay, we're back. All right. Um, and the last two four men teams for the 2021 Ultimate Survivor Series team. Uh, you know the rest. <laughs> Shit, I've already said. <sighs> Colonel Mustafa, Berserker, Skinner, and Hercules from 91. 91 did not have a lot of good teams, did it? All right, um... Where the hell is my pen? Very mediocre team. Okay. So, so far, I am digging the five-man team than I am the, uh, <laughs> the fucking four-man team. Hey, but that happens. It's a luck of the jar. We still have to pick a winner between them. So. Berserker. Berserker. That's a dwarf sound. Um, Stinner. Boy, this is a Motley crew, isn't it? No fucking teammates. And Hercules. Versus. Oh, and. 91. All right. The final four-man team completing the brackets. I don't know why I yelled. Completing the brackets. I want to make this extra shuffly. Hopes to pick a good team. Come on, this is it. You gotta be fucking <laughs> What are the odds? What are the odds <laughs> that the team that fought Clowns of us <laughs> would have been bent to potentially face each other in that side of the tournament. The odds are this many to one. And that fucking one was bent. The Royal Family. <laughs> 1994. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be fun. I can just, I just imagine the the, the rest of the, the the guys wondering who who picked these teams. But hey, I picked right. I picked fairly, uh, with the exception of the, that five man snafu in a in a four man bin. I think this went pretty well. But that, hey, that's the fun. It's it. I'm I'm excited. 
I'm excited. I am because Jesus Christ, out of this, out of this, out of this four man team side, someone has to advance. Someone has to win. Um, uh, <laughs> I I can't make any guesses now. No, honest to God, I can't. Uh, all right, let me write. That's just some bullshit. So there you have it, folks. That completes the brackets. I will rename them in a second. Just got to write it down. Well, family. 94. So there you have it. So for the five-man side, you have Team NXT versus Rhodes. Usos and Mysterio. The fuck? I've had to write the year on both of those. Uh, next up, you have Team Cena from 2014 versus Team Miz from 2009 with Ziggler being on both teams. Up next, you have Guts and Floyd from 94. Versus Team Zidler from 2012. Then you have Team SmackDown from 2016 versus Team Orton from 2009. And on, that, and on that one, you have Orton on both teams. So that should be interesting. At least for the four-man teams, you don't have anyone of the same person on the same uh, on two teams. Four-man teams. You have uh, can't read my own writing. Flair, the Mountie, Ted DiBiase, and the Warlord from '91 versus Fake Razor, Fake Diesel, Glenn Jacobs, Fake, Fake, <laughs> Farouk, Fake Farouk. No, Farouk. That's a match. And Vader, um, from '96. And then uh, you'll have the 4x4s from 1989 against Dane Drell, Mark Henry, Steve Blackman, and Val Venus. And then you have Team USA 97 versus Clouds R Us. And finally, Colonel Mustafa, Berserker, Skinner, and uh, what the fuck did I write? Oh, and Hercules <laughs> versus the Royal Family uh, from 94. Guys, that going to be a hell of a tournament. I can't wait. Uh, it, 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 wow, botch. It will be. <laughs> um, hey, honestly, all seriousness, I hope you enjoyed this. And if you did, please like the Facebook page. Maybe we'll do more of this in the future. And for those listening to audio, go watch the video on Facebook to make sure that everything was done fairly, which it was. I have evidence here on video. And for the video portion, this has been fun, but it's time to go. For the audio portion, let's close out the show as we usually do 
with the three count Q&A. The three count Q&A is a segment where I answer three different questions from three different listeners or sometimes three different questions from the same listener. It all depends on who sends in the questions. All right, so I wonder which side will win. <laughs> no, seriously though, um, that was fun. I, I really like that. And I hope to have this, made, like I said, I hope to make this a yearly thing uh, on for the pod. And I like doing the video. So uh, I didn't lose it yet. So hopefully that all turned out okay. And the video will be posted as soon as I post the... Uh, well, this episode is published, which will be any minute, because we're closing it out here, and uh, so that should be posted along <clears throat> when the, I post the episode, publish this episode, excuse me, and you know what, I, I, now that I think about it, uh, I think it's only fair to change it up each year and make sure we don't keep pulling the same teams every year. The teams that I mentioned in this one, once they're out, they're out. So um, I can't pull these again the following year. It'll be like new teams the following year. You know what I mean? Uh, guaranteed. So, and then once we go through all the teams, then we can start over again. You know? You know what I'm saying? Just thinking of the future here. What do you think? I think that's a good idea. All right. Anyways, the three-count Q&A this week, I kind of screwed up. Two reasons why. Number one, I shared it a little bit late. And number two, I only shared it once. So I didn't get as much questions as I wanted. Usually, mainly got the same questions from one guy. Um, but then there was also a couple that I was going to answer from last week anyway, or last episode from my buddy Chris, and then uh, Rez. I'm going to answer his two questions. I'm putting one of them together. I'm putting a couple of them together that he asked uh, for the comeback one in a minute. Because he asked me who my favorite comeback is from WWF, WCW, and ECW. He asked three separate questions, but I'm combining them and answering it all in one question, as one question. Um, so, hell, let's start with that. Eric Dresner asked, favorite comeback from, you know, in WWF, in WCW, and ECW. So I'm guessing that means, you know, someone who was out for a long time. And he came back. WWF is a no-brainer. Um, obviously, I gotta go with Shawn Michaels. 
uh, he was, he is, and always will be, uh, my favorite wrestler, um, regardless, my all-time favorite wrestler. And when he made his comeback in 2002, it was badass. It was awesome. I, I really enjoyed that run. And I think, like I said, we had this question asked earlier uh, in the pod. I can't remember what episode, but which era of Shawn Michaels was better? You know, and I, I, couldn't, I couldn't give a straight answer because it's like the best of both worlds. But when it came down to it, like I said, the, the comeback was one of my favorites up until he retired because, um, yeah, it, he, he's just the greatest. WCW, I'm going to say Ric Flair. Uh, he left for WWF. You know, around the 91-92 era. Um, he came back. I want to say 93. If I'm not mistaken. Did WCW. But also, he's had a couple of good comebacks. There was that one. And then, oh, God. Okay. I apologize. I don't remember the year. Maybe 97. Maybe 97. I'm thinking 97. Because, yeah, during my rewatch, I'm doing, I think he's out right now. And he's been out for almost the whole year. And then he came back. Wait. Damn it. Was it 97? Oh. Yes. Yes, it was. Because that was the whole big thing when the horsemen returned and the horsemen got back together. And Flair cut that amazing promo. And I remember he bit his lip in that promo and he felt his mouth was bleeding through most of it. He was so passionate and about what he was saying. But um, that was another great comeback of his. I really can't remember the episode or when that was, but I, I remember it being epic. So Ric Flair is my favorite WCW comeback. And ECW... If I had to say one person, because like I said, I didn't watch a lot of ECW growing up. But when I did follow it, the obvious answer would be Raven. Raven left um, for WCW. And then he came back to... Uh, when he came back to team with Tommy Dreamer, his, his arch nemesis... His arch rival, um, and they won the tag titles together, and it was just great comeback, great to see him. And I think then he stayed up until, if I'm not mistaken, up until it folded, right? Or if he came back, ah, yes, yes, because he he came into. He came, he made his, he came back to WWF in 2001, I believe, during the feud with uh, Taz and Jerry Lawler, I believe. 
So there you have it. That's my three favorite combats from WWF, WCW, and ECW. And then your second question you asked um, for this week, and I think you asked it in the last episode too, and I didn't get to it because um, I answered three of quizzes. Um, my favorite draft pick from this year's draft. And I'll be honest with you. I guess if I had to pick one. Yeah. Never mind. I'll pick one. Uh, Biddy. Because not only... So he's he's moved to Raw he's, as the WWE champion, and he's still WWE champion after Crown Jewel. Um, I'm I'm very happy for him. I'm a little bummed he's not with back with the New Day. The New Day is now on SmackDown. But you know what? That's okay. Give him the singles run on what is supposed to be the A show, but. When it comes down to it, I think SmackDown's slightly better than than Raw. Um, but at the same time, it's like I said, they're both kind of you know iffy writing wise. But uh, but yeah, so BG is my pit for my favorite draft pitch of this year's draft. And finally, Chris. Gonna answer the question that I did not get to last time. Um, out of all the ones you left, uh, what one guy? Uh, who is the one guy that I wish HBK would have uh, could have faced, but never did? Um, and you gave an example. You gave like the Rock. That is a great example. I would have loved to see Rock versus Shawn Michaels. It should have happened in '99, I believe, when Shawn screwed the Rock out of the out of the title against Triple H on the debut edition of SmackDown when he was special referee. Um, apart from that, the match I wanted to see. That we never got to see would be Daniel Bryan versus Shawn Michaels because holy shit, let me think about this. I was 38 years ago, 21 minutes, eight. Yeah, Sean was definitely retired at this point. So I know it couldn't have happened. But just the thing when he tossed, when he tossed Michaels, no, when he tossed Daniel Bryan the title in that Hell in the Cell against Randy Orton. And then the VAR that was actually on my birthday and I saw it in Orlando at the Amway um, when he put him in, the, when he put, Michael's in the yes lot. I wish they would have went went something 
I wish they would have done something more with it. Um, but they didn't. And then, other than that, the only other match I would have loved to see him in is the one that they were, there was rumors about doing, and that's him versus AJ Styles. That would have been a great match. Definitely would have been a lot better than what we got, which was fucking a disaster. And I'm talking about when him and Triple H fought um, Kane and Undertaker at Crown Jewel. But it is what it is. So, yeah. There you have it, folks. Three Count Q&A. Episode 20. In the books. Guys, gals, people. Thank you. Thank you for staying with us for 20 episodes. Here's to the next 20. And hopefully episode 30 I can get I did. Okay. Here's the thing with the guests. I have no connections to the wrestling business, obviously. Number one. That's number one. Number two, when it comes down to asking certain individuals I want, I would love, I would like on my podcast, I get nervous. You know, because. I mean, I know the worst they can say is no, but at the same time, it's like, I don't want to bother them. I know they've been on probably so many other podcasts that they've answered so many other questions about their careers. I, I don't want to try to do that, you know? I, so I, it's it's very hard to me for me to do. The interviews I've gotten on this pod so far, I've been very fortunate to have. Um, one with the only other wrestler I've had on in episode eight, Milo Beasley, was because the only reason I had him on was because I know him. I knew him for a few years prior. And, um, you know, he was nice enough to come on. But other than that, and then the the thing with the, well, he wasn't, he's not a wrestler, but he was the lead singer of the band, Van Eriks. Um, when he was on the show, um, that was that was definitely organic. Um, I didn't even ask him. He he he. They well, I tagged him in the post that I talked about him uh, about the band, and he listened to that part. And uh, he then set up that interview. So that was organically um, via tag. Um, but like I said, with these two, the people that I asked, I was very nervous to ask them because I, I'm a big fan of both of them and I, I was afraid of what they were going to say. I knew they wouldn't have, I, I knew they wouldn't have been, you know, dicks about it. And they weren't. They were very respectful, like I said. And like I said, it was an open invitation. So who knows? Maybe down the line, I will do those interviews with them. But the schedules... And, the, you know, they were busy. They just couldn't do it at the time. Totally understandable. Ah, I love how I ramble after at the end of every episode. Guys, <laughs> thank you. Serious, no, seriously. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart. I, this is, I can't believe, I, I, I literally can't believe there's four episodes left of the, of the year. 
that's that's crazy to me. We got November and December, and then the one year anniversary is in January. I've been I've been having a great time with this podcast. That's even if it's even if it's for the a very small audience. I I at this point, hey, I'm having fun. If you're having fun, I hope you're having fun too. If you're not, I'll try to get better. I'll try to think of stuff that you know works. New year coming up. Might try new things, new format. I don't know. Nothing certain. We shall see. So, but if you have been sticking around since day one, a sincere thank you. And I love you all. And again, keep spreading the happiness. I'm actually getting surprisingly few more likes from people on the Facebook page. So, guys. If this is your first episode, um, welcome. Thank you. Hope you liked what you liked. And I hope you enjoyed the video. Because that was the first time I did. I tried something like that with video and audio. So um, we shall see how that turned out. Fingers crossed it turned out okay. So with that being said, keep spreading the happiness. I'm Jeff Manalia, and as always, John Oliva, take us out. Fans, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at HappyFanPod. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Happy Wrestling Fan Podcast. And be sure to subscribe and listen to us on various platforms that can all be found on the Andrew app. Until next time, I'm Jeff Manalia. John Oliva, check us out! Rock and roll's like fighting in the ring. We got together to do our thing. We all play hard, we all play low. That's why we